Welcome to Rollfair, a D&D podcast. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We appreciate it. And uh, as always, we're going to start off with introducing ourselves. My name is Devin. I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Alton, the Tiefling Morlock. I'm Brad, playing Arden, the Wizard. I'm Ooh. Kayla, playing Kaiji, the Tabaxi Swashbuckler. Swashbuckler. <laughs> I'm Austin, playing the uh, Sheru, the Sheru. <laughs> The one and only uh, cleric. <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm playing Raina the Ranger. I'm Sarah. I'm playing Asar, the Fire Genasi Sorcerer. And I'm Will. I'll be playing Tristan, the Arcane Trickster Rogue. Ooh. Oh, you're not and doing the, the Phantom thing or whatever? No. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for introducing everyone there. Um, so last time, the party had just finished... Um, Beating up some uh, some baddies, and uh, the Rainer had a vision, and in the aftermath of that vision, um, several were watching over him, and uh, Alton, Arden, and Sharu um, were looting what uh, what they could find in this temple. Um, so we pick up with uh, the other four who were watching after Rainer. Oh yeah, now Reyna was just kind of leaning back against the uh, the beast that we killed, head up, just kind of breathing and taking a sip of water every now and then. But uh, he's starting to calm down a lot more at this point. <clears throat> does does this happen to you when you kill beasts? Uh, I've had a lot of things happen when I hunt beasts. This was definitely a first for me. Um, that will definitely go into the vault of nightmares that I cycle through on, on a nightly basis. I can imagine that it would. Do you, do you think that there's hope? Do you think we can find out whatever this oracle meant? Um, I honestly think we were given a lot of good... Uh, information. We essentially know something devastating will be happening. Uh, and though we don't know the specifics, we do know that there will be uh, sacrifices needed to to protect us from this this destruction. We, I think that helps us. It gives us a good one-up. We need to keep an eye out. We don't know what may happen, but opportunities always arise. We do need to just, we need to keep our wits about us, try and maybe look into it a bit more, see if there are clues, maybe things are already occurring that we just, that are under the surface, things we haven't yet seen uh, or heard of that might might help us find a conclusion. Well, sorry, I don't I don't mean to, to, to bring it up. You you rest as much as you need. Yes. Um <coughs> no, uh, I I think I'm doing okay now. I had a purpose for coming here and I do think I need to get to that. I need to confirm that I may have lost another friend. The, 
the monster said something about Vatha? Was that? I, I said, I, I asked, uh, yeah, Vatha was a friend of mine, the, the mother of the children of the blacksmith. Oh. Uh, she was a good friend, and so I need to make absolutely sure before I go back to them with that kind of news. He very well might have been bluffing. It's entirely possible. I was the one that mentioned it first, and it could have been simply a matter of pushing me beyond to force us into confrontation. Well, we can hope. Um, so I, I just, you know, I get myself up and kind of stabilize myself, and then uh, I start to go about uh, searching for any sign, anything recognizable that may have been one of Vata's personal belongings that I might uh, confirm. While I was searching the bodies, did I find any sign of Jalen or anyone else we were looking for? Um, no. <clears throat> okay. Well, no sign of them. And, uh, uh, oh, what's your investigation check? Uh, 21. 21. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as you are searching, you, you kind of search around the whole compound. Um, you know, one thing that you notice um, as you're, you're kind of looking is that uh, uh, Shellkosh is tending to um, uh, Tethys. Tethys, thank you. And uh, um, uh, goodness gracious, you guys, help me with the other name. Locamus. <laughs> Locamus, goodness. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Locamus um, is tending to the beetles. Um, they are they are still there, um, and uh, you you see the others kind of investigating some things. Um, and as you come to the the temple proper where the uh, dragon is, you see what looks to be a very bloody um, section here. Um, and as you look at that section. Um, you notice that uh, what looks to be a symbol of something that you've never seen before. Um, you see kind of near this, just kind of a small, um, at, at, it's a broken amulet at this point, but kind of putting it together, um, you see the symbol of, uh, it's a square amulet, a rectangle amulet rather, and it's got writing on the top and the bottom. And um, the symbol itself is three spears um, rising upwards um, and the skulls of uh, uh, humans being pierced through. Um, and the writing, let me pull that up real quick. Well, while you're pulling that up, um, Alton, uh, Let's the group know. Uh, we've got some money. Um, I didn't count Tethys and Shalkosh and Wokamish, but the rest of us get 214 copper, uh, 117 silver, and four gold. Gonna have to say that again. That includes Tristan. Uh, 214 copper. Sorry, one sec. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready to listen. Yeah, I'm ready to listen in a second. 
don't know why <laughs> I went on to, to that. I don't remember. We can probably get to that in a minute if you're ready. I think Arden's <laughs> having a good. senior moment. Yeah, so I, I've got this ready. <laughs> Sorry. So the writing that you see on here, it is in, um, I believe you do speak uh, um, Abyssal, right? Yep. So it's in Abyssal. And um, <laughs> on there, you see on the top it says Force and Ruin. On the bottom, it says control and wrath. Okay. Four platinum. Got it. Well, while, he's, uh, <coughs> while he's looking around. Hang on, I think that okay, was done. Is it possible something that I may recognize? You've never seen this symbol before. And this is quite odd. I will. Hold on to this one for later. Oh, and I'm holding on to the leftover coins. That's my administrative fee. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Finder's fee. Um, it's I am going to, is, I'm going to kind <laughs> of look around, see if the um, see if there's uh, anything of an altar left for where this temple is. Okay. <clears throat> um, so with that investigation check you had, um, you do see that there was an altar at one point here. It's kind of, you know, smashed, it looks like, from where the, the dragon collided. Um, and you see pieces kind of strewn about. Um, but uh, you, don't, you don't pick up on anything that indicates Vatha um, in this area. Okay. Um, just, uh, I take a silver piece and I just put it on the altar kind of like almost like a thank you for the vision essentially just uh an internal feeling like this was something that was given to me and i'm gonna give something back and i place that on whatever upright part of the altar might still exist and, and walk back to the group okay sounds good <clears throat> um so you were going to say something. Yeah, well, while these, uh, while Ranger's off doing that, I'm going to turn to Asar and say, um, perhaps, uh, perhaps some of the people in this, uh, group could use some of your, uh, divine healing as, as a cleric. Um, I, I believe there's a couple of prisoners that we need to check on. I, one or two of them are walking around. I, I don't remember if there was a third one or I heard like a third name or something, but I haven't seen a third person around. Yes, they are. Former friends, we we traveled with them for a bit. Oh, um, I I can try to attend to them. I I'm pretty dry of divine magic at the moment until we rest a bit. Ah. but I can I can see what I can do to help. I have some natural healing, if if I can be of assistance. Yes, that would be lovely. Would you like to accompany me? Yes. Devin, would you say we've had a short rest at this point? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to some hit die then. <clears throat> okay. So you guys go looking for um, Tethys, Shellkosh, and Lokanish. Um, and you you find um, Shellkosh having tended to Tethys. He is up, um, you know, sitting. Uh, he looks a little worse for wear, but, uh, you know, alive and doing okay. Um <laughs> And you see uh, Lokamus uh, 
tending to the beetles as well. He's uh, just checking them for any damage. He's you see him kind of you know scraping the shells. Um, they're they're chitting a little bit, cleaning it. Um, and uh, but besides that, nothing too crazy. Do you go up to any of them? I'll go up to Shellkosh and just ask: Is there anything we can do to assist you? Ah, oh, child, I appreciate it, but I have uh, I have taken care of. Tethys here, I I appreciate you coming to our aid. It uh, you've saved us twice now, and it was timely that uh, Rainer brought my uh, my holy symbol back to me so that I could cast these spells for Tethys here. But I think I think we'll be okay. Of course, we could use your aid in getting back to the Pumango Oasis. It's been quite a trip. Does it does it normally happen that there's this much rough patches and caravan trips? I mean, all caravan trips are uh, dangerous, but uh, we've never had this run of bad luck so frequently um, at one time, so definitely... Uh, Definitely hasn't been a good week, but uh, we're alive. The three of us at least are. Can't say the rest for our other nine compatriots that traveled with us. Oh, are they around here? Should, should we perform a service for them? Well, that beast ate them whole. Oh. I'm very sorry. So am I. I've never seen its like before, but I don't know what kind of creature would devour the entire body of another humanoid like that. But he did so gleefully. And our guards and our scribe are gone. Fortunately, we uh, we were being saved for something. Probably a different time to feast. Mm. But I don't know why we were spared. You see Tethys look up and <clears throat> he, uh, he just rubs his head and you, know, you see him, some tears kind of coming down and he says, These people that I've lost were some of my deepest friends. And I think it uh, it's certainly given me reason to cease my travels. But we will see. Thank you for coming. Uh, yes, so certainly. Let's uh, get you back to the oasis as soon as possible. Yes. Yes, that would be that would be good. Kajri, yes. uh, if if I can borrow a moment of your time. Oh, I, certainly. I kind of pull you away from the group and find a little quiet alcove somewhere. Um, 
As, as I understand it, uh, I believe you mentioned that you were with the Treasures of the Sand, oh, or was it the Sandstorm's Revenge? I'm part of the crew of the Sandstorm's Revenge. We work with the uh, <coughs> Treasures of the Sand. It's uh, sort of a partnership. We're on sea, you are on land, basically. Right. And, and as I understood it, it was it was you that came out after me. Um, yes. Um, my unit, my crew, was sent to uh, offer backup, I guess, offer um, to help you structure the revolt. Hmm. But my crew, I was sent with, was ambushed along the way. Um, I don't know where anyone else is. I don't know if they were captured and sold or executed or just killed in the battle immediately. I Honestly, I didn't get a chance to, to see anything. I was um, taken long, long before the fighting even started um but regardless uh i found a a new crew of sort a, a unit for now um and i was lucky enough that they helped accompany me to save you it looks like we were foiled on both ends of this endeavor hey we made it out of there alive i'll see it as a victory would you would you say that this group is trustworthy, more or less? Honestly, I don't know yet. I I I'm very glad they helped me. I I trust especially uh, Rainer and the Tsar. They they Rainer's the one that saved me and the Tsar. Mm. But I worry about I don't know, especially Sheru. He means the best, but. He writes down everything in that book. <laughs> that, that could become a liability at some point. Exactly. All it has to be done is stolen and then translated by a wizard or cleric or someone. And then it gets published. And then your whole operation is in jeopardy. Uh, I, I don't want to tell him anything. And he claimed, oh, I have a secret book. But how secret is a book? It's not very secret. It's still written in black and white. I mean, that's... I, I couldn't read it, but there's... Somebody somewhere knows the language and will translate it, and it... Uh, I, or some major scholar will exactly, come along and be I able to... can't take that chance. Right I, I do understand. <laughs> um, what, what about the other two? Artin and Art and uh, Altan? Um, <laughs> Artin seems uh, harmless enough. I mean... He he thinks he's friends with everybody, so <laughs> that's that's a plus, I guess. Um, okay, so he's very charismatic and willing to open his mouth. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I don't know if I've been a hundred percent honest with. I, I know I haven't been a hundred percent honest with the group, but I I feel like I really trust you, and I... uh, especially with you coming out risking your life to to save mine. Um, and with your word, I I would feel comfortable sharing everything that I know with Rainer and Asar. Um, 
but the uh, the other two or three, it um, kind of seems like they they might be liabilities if we tell them. Agreed. I mean, Rainer apparently knows people everywhere. He might, and he supports the cause. I mean, that's why he freed me in the first place. I'm right. sure he, speaks he measures would, to his character. Right. I'm sure he would be a great help, but I I worry. So if I mean, you you can tell him what you know if you get the chance, but I really do worry, especially about the head cases. <laughs> so let me let me ask you, what what do you know about the treasures of the sand? Um I know that Are we being overheard? <laughs> Perception check. Is anyone trying to listen? Nope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I'm nearby, sure. I, I Deliberately tried to pull us away off into an alcove. Yeah, and I'm doing the off de around detect the magic to see what the stuff with Shrew's got while they're doing this. So I've just gone back to the beast, just kind of having an innate understanding of its origins. I wanted to kind of okay. inspect it and get a, a look of things, you know. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably not very close, but I rolled a 17 perception. Um, and what did you? I got a 24 oh. for perception. Okay. I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> so you notice him kind of peeking in, um, trying to listen. You do not. Honestly, I'm sure you know more about the treasures of the sand than I do. I'm sure you've been with them <coughs> long enough that I don't need to <coughs> say anything. <laughs> What's your passive insight? Yeah, that's going to say insight check on that. Uh, passive insight is a uh, passive insight 14. That's how oh, you pick good. up on it. Really good. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely a, a very unique group. Uh, you, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what... It, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, maybe I need some water myself here. <clears throat> yes, it's, it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad that we found you in one piece. Um, I wish you well on your uh, journey back. Do you two need some water or something? I hear you both coughing over there. Yeah, my my water skin's getting a little low. Rainer uh, had a few sips and it's getting a little low here for me, but I think I'm okay for now. <laughs> Take another swig. V very nice of, uh, for you to have concern. Well, I've this, this coin is also burning a hole in my pocket, so you need to take your share. Oh, oh, thank you. Um, remind me how many... Uh, <laughs> it again. Let's see. Four gold. 117 silver. Yeah. 214 One, copper. Yes. Oh, good. I remember correctly. Exactly Four that. gold. Great. Thanks. 117 silver? Yeah. yeah. And I accept tips. Oh, this, <laughs> this, this is very generous of you. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll take three of my silver and hand it back to you. <laughs> All right. Generous. Um... Are you having any other conversations with these two? Okay. No, just walking out to kind of short rest up or whatever you okay. call that. So going back to you, you were heading back to the uh, the beast. Um, make a make a perception check with advantage. Nineteen. Okay. So as you are walking back towards the beast, you notice that pillar. That uh, this one here that's yeah. just kind of on the way back to it. You notice 
what looks to be um, a simple depiction of a um, a man uh, that is it shows him um, kind of marching across the land um, you know and behind him a wake of fire and as you stare at this um, it catches your eye because it seems like it's moving for a moment um, and as you look and continue to see it it grows brighter and brighter um, and you see that man moving forward and the face turns towards you and it is elfin in uh, um, elvish in features and it has burning red hair and as it turns towards you it's, it's almost like you're you're trapped in another vision um you see its face and its aura kind of glow in a, a flame and it simply says seek me and you see it, it's not so much that you hear it it's more that it's like emblazoned in your mind um and as you kind of shake your head you you see that it kind of goes back to normal but you realize that all of that was written in Celestial. Ooh. But as you look at the image, uh, do you speak Draconic? No. Okay. So you you would be familiar enough with what Draconic looks like. Yeah. You can see that this is Draconic text, and none of that, what you just saw, is on this pillar. Um... Does anyone speak Draconic here? I'm. Oh, I do. <laughs> I rush I over. Say it draconic. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um. Yes. Could you, one of you, give me some help here? My. <laughs> you can have this one. I found some visions <laughs> a bit off. I. Just, you know, not as brushed up on my. Draconic as I would have hoped. Uh, yes. Uh, so I go over there. Um, I can also uh, read Celestial. Okay. Um, so as you come over and you look at this, um, you see on this pillar. Um, <coughs> let me get to what specifically would be. On now here. I want to. I want to double check what you're <laughs> reading. Make sure you're reading it right. That's what <laughs> so I'm going to be standing next to you. Like. Uh, Asal pokes her head over your shoulder. <laughs> And I'm going to instantly cast as a ritual, I can do it once per day, the um, Comprehend Languages, okay. just so I can... Go ahead and do it. Kind of um, see if I don't want so to go one up me. as you look at this, go ahead and just make a, a quick religion check for me, with advantage. You know, you took an arm wrestle for it. Um, measure staffs again. Uh, 23. Okay. So as you take a look at this, you're able to read it easily enough. Um... It is simply a pillar of the teachings of Juanabi. Um, and those teachings are truth, reverence, compassion, loyalty, and patience. And then the, the various um, aspects of each of those written in draconic, uh, condensed versions, of course. You, know, you can't write everything of those mm -hmm. teachings. But um, you don't see anything celestial, nothing like that. Okay. Hey, Asad, uh, this might be 
uh, helpful for you in your in your studies of being Junabi's cleric? No, it's it's Junanabi. Junanabi's cleric. I thought it was Junabi. What? What? I'm sorry. It's what now? She's Nothing. the cleric of. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, these, these, this is the teachings of uh, Junabi. A uh, truth and justice and all that stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> the American way, patience, and the way. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you I didn't just, write it down exactly as it says. That's exactly it, but... exactly what I thought I saw. I'm so confused. On the pillar, of course. <coughs> I, you should help me kind of learn my draconic a little better next time, though. Yes, yes, we can sit down every every night, spend 10-15 minutes just studying some draconic. Honestly, I would not be opposed to that. Wonderful. Anyone else would like to join in the sessions? Oh, yes. Let me write my name on your little line. I'd love to sign up for your class. Yes, please do. I'm... You... He apparently is not aware of sarcasm. No. That is one thing... That we now know about Sharon. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry. I, I've had this problem before. The doors are very sarcastic, and I was <laughs> oblivious to many things. So was that sarcasm? You'd think you would have picked it up if you were without dwarves. You'd think. <laughs> no, I don't want to learn your language. <laughs> well, in case you missed that, that was again sarcasm. <laughs> oh, so she does want to learn my language. No, wonderful. <laughs> no, she was sarcastic and being sarcastic about being sarcastic. That shell seems to be a little too thick. <laughs> Or too tight. I was thinking too tight. Sharu, <laughs> should you really be teaching the language? I, th- I thought that only certain people could learn it. This is so. This is one of the things I have. Uvamar is great. Um, he is a little bit too strict. That's I think. debatable. <laughs> he's he's very strict on who knows magic and whatnot. And as long as you use knowledge appropriately. Um, you and good, then I then I see no problem with people wielding magic. Overma would like it to be more structured. Um, my my own personal opinion: if you are using magic for a good, you are good, and I, I trust you people. I, <laughs> you you guys, we fought together, and I've seen you being with you guys. I I I have been enjoying myself, adventuring with you all. Well, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? Teach me some of this, uh, this hero magic stuff. Sure. Be careful. He might actually put money in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay money to see it. <laughs> so was there other draconic writings around the, the ruins? Yes, or? there was. It's fantastic. Yeah. I found some spells. Interesting. Very, very fascinating. I found this, uh, this bow. Um, oh, yeah. Let's see if it's magic. So then it, 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 it take the 10 minutes. resembles the picture of um, a Junabi hunting in the temple. Uh, I assume it's magic because it, I found it in the temple of Junabi. It looks similar, you know. It's beautiful workmanship. It's made of bronze, but it's brushed like wood. That's fascinating. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It does take a bit of, of you know skill to uh, sculpt bronze in such a way it's oh yeah before I do this um, can I see your black book for just a second go right ahead (laughs) I have comprehend languages (laughs) (laughs) okay so I want to see what I can read 
I didn't. Oh, okay. Is it in Slack? Yeah, uh, Messenger. Uh, I, I can describe it. Um, <laughs> you, you open it. The first few pages, um, they're the secrets. It's uh, stuff like Little Jimmy has a crush on Samantha. <laughs> um, stuff like that. Um, as you get in, um, uh, about 10 or so pages in, you come across the entry where it is about uh, 15 lines. In each line, um, you have what looks like a random assortment of letters and numbers. Um, and it varies from a groups of 1 to 10. So you have like a group of 3, 3, 3, 3 on the first line. Next line will be a group of 7, 7, 7 letters. And that's the, and then and then scattered throughout, there's a couple of these pages where there's this sort of weird letter number symbol going on. But most, the ones that you can read, they're very non-consequential secrets. Mm. In Abyssal, I want to write, Arden was here. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if he really reads if, Abyssal. I can, not. actually. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> I was hoping there would be something. Hey, 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 get the dirty pen out of my book. <laughs> You now have an extra secret. Uh, all right. Um, and then from what I can remember, I want to kind of write what he had um, okay. with my magic quill on um, just in one of the pages I have. Okay. Sounds good. Wait, none of that. No, I don't want him to know, though. <laughs> sure. Sleight of hand, do I notice? No, I'm not going to do it like right now. Oh, I'm going to okay. wait. And when then you if remember. I can remember. Maybe while he's so, on watch and you're but asleep. Other than that, I want to do detect magic. <laughs> Take the ten minutes and yeah. then see if I can see what. Um, okay, so we'll get to the detect magic yeah. in a moment. Okay. Was anything anyone else doing anything? Oh, um, I want to pull out that jar of ointment stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna open it. I'm just gonna sniff it. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe taste it depending on <laughs> what I smell. No call. Um. Yeah, out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> Wait for the ritual. <laughs> so I would say as you, you pull this out, it smells really um, like a, a sweet smell. Um, and as you pull it out, you see uh, um, Shellkosh. She, she comes back over, kind of holding Tethys, and she says, Where did you get that? I, I found it in the temple. That's, that's a special ointment of, of Amanji. Oh, what does it do? It's meant for healing. Wow. You just like put it on the wounds and... Yeah, so what, what this specifically is, um, she, so she, she tells you, you know, you're, you're able to apply it to a wound or, um, uh, you know, as a salve of some sort, and uh, you're able to regenerate your wounds as well as be cured of diseases huh. and poisons. Um, so what this is, uh, item-wise, it's the uh, Kyotom's ointment, according to the... Uh, um, There's a generic one called restorative ointment. That's the same exact thing. And when you said ointment, I looked it up, and like, that's what it is. <laughs> well, this one's specifically this. It's uh, So it has um, five doses, um, and uh, it... Uh, bear with me. It will do 2d8 um, healing plus 2 hit points. 2d8 plus 2. Um, nice. And 
if you use it, you cease to be poisoned and you're cured of any disease. Nice. And I'm going to change the name to the name you had. Uh, what was that name? Kyotom's Ointment. That's cool. So it's like uh, no, a... the, the one that you said the... Who's God? Uh, Amanji. Amanji. I'm just changing the name, that's all. So it's like a cure wounds and a lesser restoration mixed together? <laughs> Only five doses. You're lucky I rolled a four. <laughs> On a D4. Nice. nice. Yes. Ooh, that, that sounds so like sure we're going to start these uh, magic lessons here. Yes, of course. Uh, come, sit down. And I just I pull out um, some extra papers and start writing draconic. We'll start with the alphabet. And <laughs> I know the alphabet. Oh, in draconic. You need to know draconic for magic. Wait, weren't, weren't we just saying we needed to get back to the Kumango Oasis? So we can like, do this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we can. <laughs> sure, well, sure, I'll sure. teach you while we travel. It's, later, later. Yeah. When it's we camp out right tonight. Uh, yeah, you, you guys got here pretty early in the morning, Let, so I'd say probably midday, maybe a little after. Yeah, let's get taken Definitely care of with this, uh, this bow and then get moving. So, your detect magic. Mm-hmm. This lights up as a magical thing, um, and so does the bow. Um, and Wait, so the solve? Or salve? Yes. Whatever, and then the bow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you also um, get a... What's the range on that? 30 feet. 30 feet? I think. You get an indication of a magical aura um, about kind of in that center section of the, uh, um, yeah, right in there uh, of the, the ruins. And uh, the specific school of magic is uh, divination. And then the school of magic of the bow? There's no school. It's just magical. Oh, okay. The bow is magic. I'm going to check this other thing out. <laughs> I'm just going to run and go see. To check out. Okay. Um, so as you uh, um, get in there, you find uh, a small ring um, that uh, it's kind of got a, a brass color around it. Um, and in uh, along the head, uh, or not the head, the... Uh, uh, kind of where the jewel would be. Um, you see what looks to be a carved brass um, image of some sh- of some sort of what looks to be like a mind. Um, you know, in in realistic terms, it would look like a brain, but yeah. you know, anatomy and whatnot sure. of this time. Not sure exactly what that means, but that's kind of what you see. And it's divination. Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity, for my own curiosity, when he does detect magic, does Alton's tattoo light up at all to him? Do you have something that would cause it to? Well, there's now like the markings on it from um, his patron and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious if that would show up as from detect magic. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I I would say yeah. So it's a faint aura around any visible... Creature or object. Did it light up like that bears magic? Well, I was gonna say he uh, so identified yes. these three as magical the first day. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, okay. He, he probably just factors that in every time. Yeah, it's kind of like meh, whatever. Old news. Yeah, old news. <laughs> so, oh man, really tempted to put this on my finger and I. <laughs> 
I'll pocket it. Okay. Sounds good. Mm, so I'm <laughs> tempted to. Okay. And um, that is what you guys find. Unless you guys are doing anything else here. A saw is going to see everyone running about and being useful and reading languages <laughs> and finding items. And uh, her expression is just going to fall further and further and further down. And, you know, her, her eyes kind of glaze over and they kind of shine just a tad. And she's just going to wander around the camp, read, read the pillars, because uh, she can read draconic and celestial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just try to see if there's anything that she can do to help her continue her lie, I guess. Okay. So you're able to read through these things. You find the teachings of Juanabi. Um, you find similar things to what was seen before on some of the spells. Um, and uh, you, know, you see the, the depiction of the, the bow um, and the hunt. Um, and it's all you know, fun, it's exciting, but for whatever reason you feel downcast. She's going to rejoin the group and, um, you know, in a small voice at first, but then try to catch everyone's attention. Um, excuse me. I think it would be appropriate if we did something with the monster that devoured our friends. Didn't he disappear too when he died? He did. Oh, yeah. oh. oh, did he die? I thought, he, I thought he did. No, you said that it's common for them too, but this one didn't. No, many fiends disappear. Okay, but uh, this one is still there. Oh, okay, yeah, because he rested against. Him. Mm-hmm. Okay, Should what did we... you have in mind? Burn I'm not sure. Just... We do have fire. You know, Alton would be excited. Up a big smoke signal would be the greatest idea. I, I, if we take some time to rest, I could prepare a spell. Uh, it's it's called ceremony, and it's often used to lay people to rest. I think it might be nice for Tethys and his people to say goodbye. Shokash says, I will prepare that as well and we can have a funeral of sorts and let these, the spirits of those who have been slain here pass on. We're going to do the ceremony now or tomorrow? I, I, I don't have the magical capacity to do it. I, that fight took all of my magical might. Sorry, I guess I'm just new to this whole magic thing. I don't know. You say you were going to prepare something. And... I mean, it's not like we're going to drag the beast or the, the body of the beast with us all the way to the town. Right. How long does it take you to prepare something like that? Overnight, usually. Oh, okay. So, are we gonna stay the night here should we set up camp or should we get going this is kind of a big ambush place for more things to come we could always just burn the body i suppose but that doesn't seem quite appropriate yeah i don't like putting up a big smoke signal either if we want to maybe we could bury it confirm that your friend is in the body i guess we can cut it Chop it up and dissect it. Does not sound wonderful, but we could. My my friend disappeared days ago. Oh, if if not, you know, longer. If uh, she was in fact devoured, I would 
venture a guess that there would not be much left. Shalkas, uh, you said you have... Do you have the ritual thing? I would need to prepare it as well. Oh, I see. That if it's important, I feel like we could wait till tomorrow and leave first in the morning. I don't think we have any reason to fear something coming back here. It appears that uh, whatever you did on your way here, their numbers have dwindled and I don't think the threat is prominent anymore. And if it is, they'll, uh, any, any newcomers will likely not want to stay. This appears to be their leader. Oh. Um, sorry. It is a ritual spell, so I could technically cast okay. it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, give me give me about ten minutes, and I can have that spell ready. You need an hour. That's the casting time of the spell. So I have ten minutes to prepare it, and then an hour to cast it. Okay. Oh. Reyna's gonna kind of start a wide circle around the area anyway, just to kind of um, one once more, kind of maybe look for for any sort of signs of Arthur, but also mainly to kind of assure there are no threats around. Um, and as he's walking and concentrating, uh, he feels kind of a little bit of an aura within him, and he seems almost hyper-aware of everything within uh, a large radius. And uh, I've got uh, primeval awareness, which uh, I can, I basically can sense any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead uh, present within up to six miles because it's a favored terrain. Yeah. You, uh, you sense undead. Ooh. Nice. Does it give you like a sense of direction? Uh, it doesn't give me a location or a number, but uh, it just, you know, six miles is a, is a wide area, but uh, it's good to... No, I'm dead within six miles of us. Uh, eventually, I come back and just kind of report. Is like I, I don't know where I get this feeling, but and it's possible that they may be a ways out. But uh, just stay on your guard. Better yet, that we do the ceremony. Um, it can prevent corpses being raised for seven days or so. Um, I don't have. I wish I had a more powerful spell to. Keep that away for longer. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll help keep watch while you're performing that. Yeah. I'll, I'll so as you, as you go about preparing the spell, you know, getting the ritual ready, you channel in what energy Uvamar can grant you, um, and you focus on those that have fallen here. You imagine that it's many. Um, and as you um, channel that, that energy... Um, the ceremony of the the funeral rite is is performed, and you feel the place rest easier um, to some degree. Um, but uh, as you um, are performing this ritual, one thing you guys also notice towards the end is that the body of this creature um, begins to smolder slightly, and it's almost like it slowly, um, as the ritual goes on, uh, 
is evaporating um, into a um, into whatever plane of existence it may have come from. Um, and you can tell that it's a direct result of your um, your spell. But the ritual ends and peace kind of comes to you guys and uh, you begin to make ready to head off on whatever other destinations you need to go to. And we will end the session there. You've been listening to Rollfair, a D&D podcast. Produced, recorded, and mixed by SF Shields. Executive produced by the Rollfair team. Copyright 2021 by Rollfair LLC. All rights reserved. Visit us online at rollfair.com.